Hey everybody, it's your old pals Ian, Chewy, Alan, and Ryan. And we're here to talk about all the great shows on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, aren't we boys? How many yes. shows? Oh wait, sorry. Uh, yes, we are. How many shows? <laughs> There's four good of job, them, Alan. Alan. Four good. of them, and they come out on all different various days of the week. Uh, of course, uh, every Friday you can listen to the original, the classic Stuff and Things, where Chewy and I uh, just kind of talk to each other like we're best buddies. We just kind of talk like just you're like you, your best buddies, like you just and your best like friends best talk, buddies. Like, yeah. like we're best buddies, like we're best buddies. Yeah. Watch it, you're on thin ice. I have Alan over here. I am it's right fun. here. Be friends with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll go well. Uh, so yeah. you can check that out every single Friday if you like hearing conversations that you and your friends would have, but with two total strangers. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have on the Stuff and Things podcast now, boys? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ian. <laughs> Alan Selman. I took a stance here. Uh, <laughs> we, we have four color commentary. Uh, what's a that comic, show about? It's a comic. I'm about to get to that. Gee, Alan, what's that show about? Thank you. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, it's a comic book podcast where four comic book nerds talk about books that they bring, sort of like a comic book book club, but we also talk about other things like movies and comic book happenings on top of all that. So... Uh, it comes out every other Wednesday, which is free, uh, not free comic book day, but it is sometimes. <laughs> it's just every comic book day. If your parents every are still other. buying your comic books like they are for me, then it is free comic book day. <laughs> it's every other Wednesday that comes out. Gosh, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's really excited. Ryan, uh, tell us about the redheaded stepchild of the Seven Things right, Podcast the, Network. The, the, uh, the, the sad, lonely other child of the Seven <laughs> Things Podcast Network is a podcast we like to call Super Action Bros. <laughs> podcast we talk about movies with explosions and car chases and lots of people dying a lot and stuff uh it's every saturday the most action-packed day of the week with ryan and ian yeah where we take a critical look at those movies that are commonly watched while eating a lot of popcorn and snacks uh and pizza and beer (laughs) i like those things (laughs) isn't there one more podcast that we're forgetting about nope let's move forward the dark recesses of the stuff and things podcast network where only the brave dare dwell not me. I'm out of here. Yes. I'm here <laughs> to tell you about the. You already talked about the redheaded stepchild. I'm here to tell you about the neglected, jet black haired, evil demon ghost. son of the sun ghost. Of the, <laughs> the sun ghost? Yes. The ghost of the sun? Exactly. Oh, I was thinking like a sun ghost. Like oh, sun, sun of ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is referred to as Eyes in the Dark, where we talk about horror movies oh. with. Movie expert, Dr. Oh, yes. Jurassic Price, <laughs> and the classic and ever velvety voiced Evan is on it. <laughs> and of course, because we have busy schedules, it is released every other Monday, the most terrifying day of the week. Oh! Monday is legit the most terrifying day of the week. See, guys, there's something for everyone here on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Everybody can enjoy a little something here. Um, and we want you to enjoy now. So sit back, relax, get yourself a nice beer or juice box. Yeah, if you're driving, don't drink beer. Don't do that. The juice box the is fine. But what you can do is Root enjoy. Beer, also, okay. <laughs> what you can do is enjoy another fine Stuff and Things podcast. is a very small part of a very large industry.
Welcome to Super Action Bros, a podcast where we talk about movies with explosions and car chases. And the magical power of identifying a queen by being bees. Mm, bees. Bees no queens, I it, guess. It's true, man. Welcome I, to uh, oh, welcome to Super Action Bros. I'm Ryan. <laughs> and I'm Ian. Uh, welcome to February. Ryan's Ryan, have you come up with a cool snazzy name for your birthday month? No. Okay. Ryan's Ryan's birthday month. Ryan Orama. Month. There it is, Ryan Orama. <laughs> Where Ryan gets to pick every movie this month, whether I like it or not. <laughs> and this this <laughs> this week was certainly I've gone mad with you power. Have, you've gone mad with sick power. Um, but before we get into Ryan's first choice, which you know if you listened last time, uh, let's let you guys know a couple ways you can reach out to us. If yeah. you like the things that we do and you want to become involved, and by involved I mean you want to um, harass you want us to on reach the internet, harass on the internet, which nobody does as of yet. But sometimes they do, but mostly no. Um, but you can harass us on the internet if you like. Please, we welcome <laughs> it. Uh, superactionbros.com uh, is our website. You can reach out to us there. It's a Tumblr blog site, so you can follow us on Tumblr. We did that intentionally. Uh, and uh, you can get up- updates on when new episodes come out, as well as uh, Ryan likes to post gifts when he finds them. From I'm sure he's going to find a plethora of ones from this heap uh yes tonight yes, I am. uh so uh that is uh superactionbros.com you can also uh follow us on uh various social medias uh but firstly you can subscribe to us on itunes if you like the show and you go hey i want to listen to more of these older newer whatever i want them now give give them to me give it me uh you can do that you can get it you if you uh, go and go to the podcast app and subscribe to us on the itunes store or if you're using a mac uh, or a pc you can do that via that way too um, and get new updates on new shows as they come out. So as they become available, boom, you got them. Uh, you can also reach out to us via social media. Uh, we are on Twitter at, at @superactionbros. So if you'd like to tweet at us some movie recommendations or alternative reviews to what we think about movies, uh, feel free to do so there. You can also reach out to us individually. Uh, for me, Ian, it's at @irich. That's at i r i t c h. I'm on Twitter too, Ryan Roop, R y a n r u p p e. You can also uh, reach out to us via Facebook. We do a Facebook page, and we're on a neat little website called Letterboxd. Letterboxd. It is a a movie review social media site where you can uh, post movie reviews uh, and sign up for a free account uh, at letterbox.com, letterboxd.com. And you can also email us, good old-fashioned American email, at superactionbros at gmail.com. And finally, if you want to check out some of the other shows of uh, the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, you can check that out at stuffandthingsnetwork.com, where we have a link to all the different podcasts that we do, as well as a contact form uh, for you to fill out if you'd like to uh, send us something, uh, but you don't know how to do emails that's that's the easiest way to do it so yes. uh that is stuffandthingsnetwork.com so ryan week number one of uh ryan orama what did you choose what did you what did you force upon ryan what did you do <laughs> what did you do what did you make us watch uh so there's a movie that came out um last year almost exactly last year almost exactly a year ago uh that i was really excited about that's uh, why 2015 was so bad because for a lot of different reasons, because of the people who made the movie and and the trailers made it look nuts, so I figured this oh, movie's got to be this nuts. movie's got to be nuts. Uh, so we watched Jupiter Ascending. Oh God, Ryan, Ian, Ian, you're having some trouble with somebody. Ryan, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this to you because here's the thing I know about Ryan's movie taste. Uh-huh. Ryan likes science fiction movies. It's it's very and true. he also likes science fiction movies where maybe necessarily everything is an explicit like a alt like a huge continuity where you've seen three other movies before and it explains everything like he likes jumping into the action that's true there's another science fiction movie that we've watched on the show that is mm-hmm. one of ryan's favorites mm-hmm. and i'm going to compare it 
this movie to that movie a lot the entire time. Do you know, know what movie what that is? Talking about, yeah. What movie is it, Ryan? Take you're talking about Fifth Element. I am. I'm yeah. going to compare this movie to The Fifth Element. Because yeah, a lot of reviews. Uh, everything this movie The, the Fifth, Fifth Element does right, this movie does wrong. Yeah, okay. Ryan. I'm not disagreeing with you. Everything The Fifth Element does right, this movie does wrong. I haven't disagreed with you yet. All right. So um, I, I think that they're very different <laughs> movies. But yes, that's true. For for specific reasons. But they're both in the genre of sci-fi, and oh, the yeah. type of movie is they're let's both sort throw... of wacky space operas. Sort of. Yes. Okay. So let's let's do this. Let's start with as we always do our, our cast and crew. We'll, sure. we'll, we'll we'll give the people who are in this movie who who sacrificed part of their human existence to do this. They <laughs> did. Credit. They did. Yeah, Channing Tatum will now live two months less doing what he wanted I to think do. It's longer than two he, months. I don't know how much money this movie made those people. I'm sure they spent a lot of. Money I guess it made a lot more money overseas. Yeah, that's this seems like something that overseas would enjoy. Yeah. Uh, so this movie is directed by the Wachowskis. Yes. Uh, of Speed Racer, and I, I they, they made some some Matrix. other movie with some sort of computer robot yeah, yeah. fights. I it's don't got know. A, it's got what's his name? Keanu. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's the one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're they're the two. Uh, they're the makers of the Matrix. Who made Matrix. Yes. Um, so that's that's that is a big part of what drew me in, and also because it's, you're it's a closet. First... You're not actually you're not closet. I'm you're not a, a closet. You're a Wachowski fan. Yeah, I am, and it's the first. Like a witch, original Wachowski property since The Matrix. Every other thing that they've made has been an adaptation. Even the stuff that they've produced has been, you know, they produced V for Vendetta, they produced Ninja Assassin, they made Speed Racer, they made Cloud Atlas. All of these things are based on See, those, previously existing properties. Those last two movies were not were not that bad. I haven't seen Cloud Atlas. It was long. That's what I heard. But it wasn't. It wasn't that. I heard bad. it was long and ambitious. Yes, you speak the true true. Oh, is that is that? <laughs> That's a real thing. That's what that's what Tom Hanks said. One of Tom Hanks's characters that he plays says, "You speak the true true." That's is he even is that when he's in the future or in the very distant past? Um, you know what? That movie is. All right. I'm gonna it's let you watch those. it and explain that's it. Fair. That's fair. I saw fair. it in a fancy movie theater where I drank beer while I was watching it. And that's so you don't remember everything that happened. I remember everything that happened. It was just a long. <laughs> okay. Um. So the idea behind Cloud Atlas, by the way, is that one thing affects the future. Yeah. And so it's chaos here. It's not really Tom Hanks in the past. He's in like the far, far future where it's like, oh, things got but too. Tom too, Hanks plays like a lot of different. Oh characters. no, too much technology. Yeah, that's and then. Huh. Happens. It seems like to be some sort of theme. Yeah, with mm-hmm. the Wachowskis, it's so weird. Who <laughs> too much who technology? The, so weird. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so so anyway, this so this movie. I mean. So the Wachowskis made it, and yes. and all that all that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of a lot of people in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the the main star is I never pronounced her name right, so I'm just gonna let you do it. Mila Kunis. There you go. That's her. Okay. Now after watching this movie, I don't mean to be mean to Mila Kunis, but this sure. this I don't know if they have any trivia on there. Her. But like th- th- this girl, this could not have been the first choice for this part. Uh, no, I, I guess this is the second part. That the Wachowskis asked Natalie Portman to play that she turned them down. Right? Good. Okay, that's that's in my brain, my mind yeah. grapes. I was like, this is this is supposed to be Natalie Portman, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I. <laughs> you know, like, I, no, you can't you can't blame Natalie Portman. No. You, you sort of feel like she was like, well, you know, I did one sci-fi. I did that franchise. Star Wars thing and kind of soured me on the whole sci-fi thing. Well, and she also kind of if they produce V for Vendetta, I'm sure she yeah, made, yeah. maybe she's, she's worked with a great them. experience. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, she yeah, had to shave her head that time. Mila Kunis plays what's her name? Jupiter, Jupiter Jones. Jones. You let's, know what? Let's just you know what? No, no, you know what? Just leave it there. No, 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 no. You know what, Chowskis? I'm not going to leave it there. Way to take a great name and like just soil it forever. 
Jupiter Jones sounds like if I wanted to write like a Barbarella type space comic, yeah. could have been Jupiter Jones. There's there's actually I know it's close to Jessica Jones. There, I know. But there is a science fiction like like spy fi comic from Europe from the late seventies, early eighties that is where the main character's name is Jupiter. Okay. And it's a lady. It, they, do they talk a lot? Uh, actually, she didn't actually do any spy stuff. I, I think Alan Moore wrote it, so it's definitely a possibility. <laughs> okay. No, hold on. I, I was a Tintin jab, and then you yeah, gave me that. No. Uh, so we've also oh, no. got. Is that the next movie, Ryan? No. no. <laughs> uh, so so we've got Channing Tatum as um, Dogman. Yeah, yeah. His, Doesn't matter what his name is. Kane Wise. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Uh, so who That's else? That's almost got? as bad as what's the name? I by the way, I didn't realize that After Earth movie was directed by M Night Shyamalan. Oh yeah, they they kept it a secret because they were afraid it was going to make the movie. Yeah, bad. and do you know what the name of Will Smith's character is? Do you want to know? Is it Earth? No. Is it Will? Is it's, it William? Are you ready for this? Okay. Cipher Rage. Oh, you know what? I did not. Know that. <laughs> oh man. Oh, Shyamalan. Mr. Shyamalan. Let's never Just watch seriously. any of his movies. Uh, I disagree. Let's watch them all. <laughs> we um, can watch Unbreakable. That That's in our genre, in our wheelhouse. Oh, I love that movie. That movie is good. That's his, That's my favorite movie. That and Sixth Sense are both good, but Sixth Sense kind of loses. I feel like Unbreakable gets better over time. I think it's the trees. There's something wrong with the trees. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. So are you serious? What's going on with the trees? <laughs> Are you uh, acting? Sean Bean is in this movie. Yes, he survives what? the he movie. I, I was I was convinced he was he dead plays there a for a bee little bit. Man, he does. He plays a bee man because and his character's name is literally Stinger. Yes, but at no point does he have like a bee, bee powers. Power? No. Like at least like Channing he has Tatum, a daughter that we forget about. Yeah, well, no, no, because she's a plot point later. Channing Tatum has like the pointy ears, and he's like fiercely loyal. But he like. <sighs> They were like, "Oh, Sean there Bean, your your okay. your character is like half B," and he was like, "All right, whatever." There's some I don't care. There's some creepy moments in this movie. All right, we're, let's move on. We talk about I love dogs. Uh, all right, yeah. <laughs> it's like ew. Uh, okay, uh, Eddie Redmayne plays plays our uh, main I'm, villain. I'm sorry, who's I'm incapable sorry. of using his voice. He must whisper constantly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oscar award winner, okay. Eddie Redmayne. He whispers through the entire movie. I had to turn up the sound every time he spoke. Because he I was think he was to... really getting ready for that Harry Potter movie, but he was playing the wrong character. Oh, that's right. He's uh, Fantastic be... Beasts. He's... Yep. He's that guy. The, Is he, he going to whisper the whole he time? He was doing the best. You know what? It bothered me at first because I was like, what does he sound like? Why is he whispering? You know what he sounds like? You know what he's doing, right? Huh. What? He's doing Voldemort. Oh, he's yeah. just like, I'm just, I'm Space he Voldemort. Is, he he's is Space Voldemort. Voldemort. That's what he is. He's yeah. Space Voldemort. Tom Riddle. That's, that's the... <laughs> he, murdered his pa- he murdered his mother, so yes. <laughs> yeah, Balaam Abraxas. By the way, if you don't... Abraxas. If you like the word mother, you're going to hear it about 8,000 times. In this. I, I did like the, the last instant of it uh we'll get there um, oh God, i don't like any of them. we have you know what there's not a whole lot of other super recognizable people in no this. there a, is one there's a cameo did you catch the cameo oh appearance? yeah no no we're gonna get there that cameo is <sighs> is perfectly placed hey kick gurry is in this movie he also played the uh he played the one person who worked for the racer family to make cars oh, yeah, 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 but he yeah. wasn't a member of the family yeah that's this he does he does weird things in this movie he wants video games and television so he makes someone sell her eggs and and this movie which which this leads to a fantastic is, line where where his dad says fantastic ryan this movie is doesn't know what it is there's a great line where he says you don't treat your cousin like a chicken because he's trying to sell was her that a eggs. great line it was it was great in the moment <laughs> Yeah, no, Ian, you're not wrong, Ugh. and and we're gonna. I, I want to keep looking at the cast, and this then we'll get there. A damn mess. Uh, 
So I'm going to skip over that cameo for now. We'll talk uh, about cause, that. Because that cameo, that one dis- you have to talk about that whole part. It broke my heart. Oh, buddy. It made me so sad. I'm he like, got money for it. I know, but you're be- he's better than this. <laughs> he's better than this. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Sean Bean's daughter, Charlotte Beaumont is her name. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I've seen her in stuff, um, but I but I looked but I looked through her IMDb profile and nothing stuck out. She's in an episode of Broadchurch, okay. uh, which is the yeah, show yeah, that's yeah. created by the guy who's taking over Doctor Who. Yes, um, she was on that show Skins. These are all British television shows, mm-hmm. but no, I, like I feel like I've seen her in stuff, but but apparently not. I don't know. Ah, um, maybe matter. she looks like somebody else. Probably. Uh, I'm terrible with faces anyway. But it's a big cast. There's a lot of people. There is. Um, There's a lot of people. And and it's definitely like it's it's one of the things that that has always been the case for Wachowski movies, um, at least their original ones. And now even even Speed Racer and stuff is that they mostly don't get big name stars because no. they're spending the money in other places. Man. I mean, okay. and and this movie All has right. bigger stars than, with the exception I mean, of Susan Chen- Sarandon and and. John Goodman, bigger stars than have been in their movies. Oh, John Goodman. And Tom Hanks. Okay, so there are a couple of big stars in this movie. They had a couple of big stars. Also, Clyde Atlas had Halle Berry in it, too. Oh, did it really? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. That movie had a lot of Well, that was, but that was a very well-known book, too. Yeah, so. Whereas this was nothing. But (laughs) but that's what they tend to do, is they tend to, like, mostly spend their budget on, instead of, like, B and C list actors, they're like, well, we're going to get people that nobody knows from Australia, and then... We're going to spend the money on the special That's effects. True. And That's they true. definitely spent a lot of money on special effects. Yes, they did. There is, you can't argue that. No. It looked nuts. It looked like there was a lot of things on the screen yeah. I was looking at. Yeah, a lot of things happening. Was, it's one of those movies that I'm sort of curious because I guess it was mostly shown in 3D a lot of places. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Look, I wonder, I wonder if it would have been a very different movie seen in 3D. So, Ryan... Um, <coughs> We talked about. We always talk about the. Oh, Ryan's dying. I'm not dying. It's, <laughs> Ryan's got just the, got the black lung. Drip. Um, so we talk a lot about uh, the MacGuffin in movies, right? We do. Um, what, the, what the MacGuffin is, for those of you who are brand new to the show, uh, we use the term a little more loosely than the strict definition, but mm. um, there, uh, a MacGuffin is usually sometimes a physical object, but we use it kind of more broadly in, in like a theme or like mm. a, a person or something that pushes the story forward. It's an Alfred Hitchcock term, and it's really meant to be what the plot, what, what's the plot after. So yeah, what's driving a, the plot? Solid, a solid example of that. Would be uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. We always talk the Ark of the Covenant yeah. is the MacGuffin of it's Raiders the of the Lost Ark. Canonical MacGuffin. We kind of actually figure out some Alfred Hitchcock ones. Is Cary Grant the MacGuffin of North by Northwest? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, is, maybe. Is, 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 uh, we'll talk about this later. Um, so the MacGuffin for this movie, Ryan, once again in a person. Yep. Jupiter. Uh, Jupiter Jones. Yeah, yes. she's definitely the MacGuffin. With the exception of for herself, but even then she's sort of trying to discover herself. So you know, let's maybe go with she's her own. Believes everybody on every is she like I thought like uh, we'll get to that when we wrap up, but. Yeah, it is Jupiter Jones. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, her mother's like Russian. Yeah. But her la- and her father was not American. No, her father was British. Oh. I got the feeling. Was he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't quite sure. Jones. You know that works. Okay. Now it makes sense. I was like Jones. Her last name is Jones. And he really liked there? looking at the stars. He did. And he. But he wasn't Jupiter from space. It just turned out that she's an anomaly of genetic code. <sighs> All right, so let me explain the base plot of this movie. All right, I'll, I'm curious to hear you explain Remember it. when we watched another movie two months ago, Ryan, where they talked about 
trade routes. <laughs> let's imagine that movie again. But let's He's talking t- about Star Wars Episode let's One. Let's take out the Jedi's and the lightsabers, the little bits that were okay. Yeah. And just make it all about these three siblings who are a bunch of brats who want to who want to inherit Earth so, so they can have so they can harvest so they can it. harvest it of people to make live forever water that they dive in soylent blue yeah essentially it's what it is so essentially what we're watching is a bunch of whiny space brats one of them has a lord voldemort complex yes and one of them is is a is a uh (laughs) can't use the word here one of them is a pretty boy the other one's a debutante pretty boy pretty boy is not the word i'm looking for he's kind of um kind of a man about town we'll say man about space (laughs) there you go (laughs) that's a nice way to put it and then the other one is like a a debutante who you get hey that's good that's one good part of the movie some surprise button this movie It is rated PG thirteen. I, I was it's, like, it's I was one like, of only but. two PG thirteen rated Wachowski movies. Oh, really? The other one we've also watched for the show. Yes, uh, Speed Racer. Really, The Matrix was rated P. Oh, it was rated R. No, that's right? what I'm saying. I was say not PG thirteen. We haven't say, watched the, the Matrix. No, we haven't. Um, I've watched the Matrix. I forgot the Matrix was rated R hundreds of times. My dad actually, I told you that story about he wanted to take me to see the Matrix, yeah, but I was like, no, it sounds dumb. It sounds dumb. In retrospect, it was a dumb idea, but then I saw it later. But this movie is about three whiny space brats who want to harvest earth for their mag- the magic blue glue that lives in us all that makes you young forever and and one girl who happens to be a genetically identical to their mom yeah who who gets caught up in it because of family stuff. now i think what they were trying to do with this movie is to be like she's gonna be the one she's gonna take down these three bad people and gonna save the day i feel like it was supposed to be like video game logic like we beat the first bad guy yeah. and then the second bad guy and then the third bad guy but they're not really but, like there's not battles i don't i don't it, that's, I don't think that's I agree the with prop you. no no but no here's the thing that's i feel like what the design is like the basic structure mm-hmm. but you're right what's the one thing that video games need before you can progress to the next level a boss, boss battle. Yeah. Was there any? Was one boss battle in this whole movie? There, are, there are battles. Yes, there are cool action. But it scenes. just feels like there's there's a there's a battle against. It feels Eddie like the, at the end. it feels like the Wachowskis were like, let's do what George Lucas did with Star Wars, but with this movie, and we'll just make it this episodic thing where things happen one to another. It's like they just bear, the, I mean, the they plot definitely feels so jumbled together. It yeah, doesn't feel fluid at and all. I, and I think the problem with that is something that you you mentioned a few minutes ago is that this movie doesn't know what it is. Yeah. The, the movie can't commit because there are parts that are that are mildly funny. There's one scene or a collection of scenes that I think is actually very funny. Uh, but the rest of the movie, like it, it, there are plenty of chances for them to continue the funny the same way that Fifth Element does. Fifth Element keeps that like everything's ridiculous. We know it's ridiculous. Like even in the music playing, they're like, "Look, it's this is crazy. The future, everything's crazy." I feel like, and in this movie, they're like, there are moments where they're like, "Oh, that's wacky," and then they're like, "No, no, but but seriously, guys, look, he has flying shoes." This is serious. He's half dog. Okay. He is half dog. And we're not going to say that. We're going to say like lichen something, and we're going to say it a hundred times. Nobody's going to catch the people like Underworld. They said lichen a lot in that movie. No, no, but they don't say lichen. He's like a lichen trope or something like that. Like yeah, it's, I know. Like it's long, and I was just like, why don't you just call him Dog Man? <laughs> he's half dog. Just say he's half dog. Because Ryan, they can't have the pretty 
earth humanoid girl fall in love with a dog man? What message does that send to the kids? Well, at one point she's all, I love dogs. I know she is. That, and see, and that's that, was, like, that was one of the parts that was kind of funny. But also disgustingly gross. It was weird. And then the part after the fact, when, she le- when he leaves and she's standing there, she's all, and then she's like saying it back to herself and, and you know, shaking her head like, oh, what an idiot. Like, I, I thought that was good because... See, that's also right what moment. I was doing. The moment would have been like, Whoa, I like dogs? Ew, gross. Yeah. What's wrong that's, with I me? think that's the problem. I think that the 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 comedy is, and far be it for me to be someone who doesn't, who says that the movie is too subtle, but the, the comedy in this movie is too subtle. The problem- there's, well, there's not enough of it, and it needs there needs to be a lot more of it. The problem is, here's the main problem. It's the most important problem with any movie. And we talked about this, I yeah. think maybe even last time. Um, which we did. We talked about with the warriors last sure, time. Sure. We talked about make me care. Yeah. Make me care about mm-hmm. these people. I don't care about her. Well, you don't, she's, she's the only person in this movie I'm supposed to care about. And her life sucks. But I don't and she care has to clean about toilets. Her. And now she finds out she's space queen. Yeah, she's space Cinderella. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's it's also like it's so contrived and garbage how we get there. Uh, still, you know, I don't, I don't. I'm still not quite sure how we got there. I don't know if it's any more contrived than like, oh, it turns out your dad was a Jedi. Here's his lightsaber. Your surrogate parents are now dead. Let's go to space. Okay, hold on. <laughs> now, now, and the thing is, it's it's tough to judge I'm with nostalgia do, in, in the face. Well, so, let's, so maybe this isn't a fair. Let's back uh, up. Maybe let's this back up a minute. Let's right, back up right, a minute. All right. I want you to do. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play a fun game. Oh boy! We're gonna play we're gonna play Fifth Element versus. I saw this on another a Star Wars movie review where they compared Episode One to the to Episode Four, uh-huh. and they said, "I want you." And here's the, here's the challenge. I want you to describe me a character. I'm gonna name the character. Mm-hmm. I want you to describe a character without describing what they look like, what their job is. Or anything like that. Only personality traits. Oh, and sure. pretend I've never seen this movie before, okay? Do it now with uh, Lilu. Describe me Lilu without describing what she looks like or or only personality traits. That's it. Uh, I've never seen this movie before. Big bada boom. Come on. Like, for reals. And don't use catchphrase. Like, describe right. me the character of, of Lilu. She is, like, super powerful, but like like a child. Very childlike. Okay. Okay. That's all I got. That's all you got. Okay, yeah. give me the character of Jupiter Jones. Sure, she, there. She's a cipher. She's an audience insert. <laughs> she's a. She doesn't. She doesn't have any character traits of it of her. You. You can make assumptions that she cares about her family and 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 that she. Uh, here now, give I me can, Luke Skywalker. Now let me tell. Now give let me, me give Luke you, Skywalker. Wait, let me give you one for Jupiter Jones or for Jupiter Jones. She hates her life, the way it is currently. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's okay. it. That's all I got. Describe me personality traits of Luke Skywalker. Um, he's never been anywhere or done anything. <laughs> Which you could say about Jupiter Jones too. Okay, but I but I would argue that the characterization in those other two movies made it very clear. Like if you were to ask me describe Lilu no. for you, no, I, I think... would be I could say I I mean I could I could do that for you. I, but if you were to tell me like, well, Jupiter Jones is sad because she uh, she just doesn't like. Well, it's not that she wants to be great. But it's not that she wants to be sad anymore. She, um, her life sucks and she hates it. Yeah, but okay. Then what does she want? What does she want, Ryan? Because I feel a like, telescope. But I feel like she doesn't. <laughs> here's the thing. It's not like she's like, <coughs> good lord, Ryan's dying. I'm not. Um, I'm just it feels like. It, here's the thing. If you had asked me, what does Luke Skywalker want? 
Luke Skywalker wants to be bigger than who he is. Well, what does Lilu? What does Lilu want? Lilu, well, how, why do you say that? Because because we learned that in the movie. When when does he say? I wish I was better. Because he says, "I, I, I want to go to the Imperial Academy. I want to sign up. I want to be a part of something bigger than I am." All right. Lilu, Lilu, even Lilu, who's like who who doesn't know that she's this fifth element magical being thing. For at least she doesn't act like she does. Is curious. She's like a she's like a small child. Everything is magical and new to her. Jupiter Jones is like, I don't like cleaning and being like a a, a house servant like Cinderella. But I want, I want, uh, so here's the thing. What do I I, want? She wants a telescope because she wants to see beyond the earth. She wants to see the stars. Does she? Yeah. And I, and I, and I understand that. Or does she want it because it reminds her of Papa and she misses daddy. She never knew dad. But she, Ian, the thing is, it's easier for you to self insert yourself in a character that you identify with. I don't identify with Lilu. No, you don't, but you, because you're not supposed to in that movie. That's not the character you're supposed to identify okay, with. Okay, who am I supposed to identify with? Corbin Dallas? Yes. Okay. Corbin, let, let's talk about Corbin no, Dallas' no, personality. And stop, because this is a false equivalence because they don't develop Jupiter Jones' character. They don't. That's, that's all you point. need to say. That's what I'm trying to get yeah, to. No, absolutely. They make they make a lot of assumptions, and I feel like the the target, the people who who those little bits of assumptions will speak to aren't us. Yeah. We're not the target demographic for that character. And so that's why it's harder for us to identify with her. What I'm saying <laughs> is this is a woman character that women can identify with. I can tell you based on reviews that I've read and based on Tumblr uh, that that there are definitely people, a lot of people who think this movie is garbage. And there are a lot of people who think this movie is garbage but are like, but if I saw this when I was a 14-year-old girl, I would, this would be the you, closest movie. You know what other ever. movie is garbage that or people thought was garbage from this last year that Star I think Wars? does this way, no, that I think does this way better and it's not Star Wars. Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. I feel like Tomorrowland did that idea better than this movie did because it was very clear in the beginning that you could see that that girl wanted to be to be, she is the same sort of character, wanted yeah. to explore. Wanted oh, yeah. to, and and, and Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland definitely spends a lot more time developing the main character like but i'm not a, but i'm not a 15 year old girl but i relate with her character sure absolutely i don't relate with, with jupiter jones because i don't care about her i don't care that she's i don't care that she's sad i don't i don't know her i don't know who she is so why should i care i don't know i mean I, i've had i've had times where i'm just like well everything in my life is garbage and you know be neat if somebody came and told me i was a space queen but i don't think she king. wanted to be told she was a space queen wouldn't she ever she... say like i wish i was something more i wish i could go out there and explore i wish like i think that's the i think her... that's the and and all that relies on assumption and conjecture you're supposed to you're supposed to guess that and i'm not arguing that they don't that they that you didn't get it because you're not smart i'm arguing that they didn't they didn't give you that enough in no, the movie they didn't. They didn't. that's what i'm saying they did but i'm and saying I agree with you. other people other people may dig into it more than we would. I guess so, but I, I but I, I guess so. All right, yeah. I, guess, we'll, we'll I guess so is fair. I guess so. I'm I'm fair. I'm fair with I, that. I, uh, I think the problem with this movie is they don't know what they're doing. Well, I, I think feel... the problem with this movie is they're like, well, you know, we could invest more time in these characters, but what if we like? I feel like flew it, around Chicago. But I feel like that does a disservice to the characters. If you're trying to do a movie where you have a, a, a female lead, where you're trying to connect with them, and mm. you want to have everybody, regardless of ladies or, or dudes, connect with them, make a character that we all can, we, everybody can relate to. That's yeah. clear. It's very clear. But the problem is, we spend so much time, like you said, flying around San Francisco. That I don't know. Chicago. It, or I'm sorry, you're right. Chicago. Sorry. <laughs> The, the Sears Towers. They there. probably they probably probably got a really good price price on working in Chicago. No, That's they why. they tend to set their movies in Chicago. Matrix why? is also set in Chicago. Really? Yeah. 
I thought Matrix was filmed in Los Angeles. Well, Matrix was filmed in Australia. Wow. But they, no, parts of the Matrix were filmed in Los Angeles. Sure, but the on the buildings. It, it, do you or do you want to go into this because we can go into <laughs> no. it? No, <laughs> never mind. The point is like. Yes, we spend a lot, but like I, I feel like you're doing a disservice to doing that type of movie. If that's what your goal is to make something like a character like that, mm-hmm. you gotta like that's gotta be first and yeah. foremost. The and first foremost part of any story is character. And I think that I think that they they fail in this movie. Oh, far away. because because they can't decide. They can't they can't settle on character driven space opera. Yeah, they don't. They at, at some point. What are the movie genres just fighting against each other? Like, what are the there's different... this movie could be a irreverent character driven space opera like a Star Wars or a Fifth Element or a Guardians of the Galaxy, but they take it too seriously and they get too much into the lore and the backstory of that everything. no one cares about. Yeah, they 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 thought Star Wars and then made a prequel. Yeah. Um, oh, and, they made a Star War. <laughs> yeah, they just didn't make the right one. Uh, so, so I mean, I think that's the biggest problem. And then it turns into, and and here let's just throw it out there: it turns into a Terry Gilliam movie for a good twenty minutes. And it's and it's they they directly reference Brazil, yeah, and then they have a cameo of Terry Gilliam. Yes, that part was great. Yes, that whole sequence was was the best part of I the movie. I feel it would have been more satisfying. I, I I do agree that it was it was not bad. It was it was such a left turn from the rest of the movie. I was like, it was. What is happening right now? It was, now? but it did. This is great, but this isn't the rest of the. This is the movie I've but been it watching. Felt, it's not that that part was bad, but it felt very disjointed. Like yeah. you said from the rest of the movie, it's like oh, I thought we were watching. Oh, okay. And then and, and then like, it was, it, it was it, the funny bit for me was the scene afterwards. Yes, she goes to uh, Mister Man About Space. And she's all blah blah blah. You know, I have this form twenty seven B stroke six, which is a direct reference to the movie Brazil. Uh, it's the form that that they that what's his name did forgets they, to did, fill out. Did the Wachowskis really think they were making like their version of Brazil? With this that, for that fifteen minutes or whatever, they are making their version of Brazil. They even had the tall desk and the sh- the way you the shots what? are. The, the it's t- a totally different movie. The, the it's, tone is is very is is a lot better. But the problem is, <laughs> it wouldn't have seemed so out of place if I wouldn't have gotten you know. 10 15 minutes of talking before it like it just felt like oh more more going on can we can we like yeah, have some it, more fighties was, and explosions like that part was you, definitely the middle of the about, lull of you the laugh movie. about the hover shoes but the hover shoes were probably the coolest part in this they movie were, they were pretty cool. like at first i was like oh great they made hover skates and after a while i'm like you know what hover skates not so bad those are pretty neat hover skates yeah. pretty cool everything else dumb yeah. dumb what about his his arm? And shield? by the way, I was promised bees as a weapon. I didn't really get bees as a I was, weapon. I was never understood bees as a weapon. Yeah, you said she controls bees, Ryan. She does. Control yeah, but you made bees. it sound like she could like shoot bees. Yeah, out I of hadn't her hands. seen this movie either. <laughs> I blame you. I Why hadn't seen you? this movie. This was bad. Any more than you're you older had. than me. You sh- you're a parent. You should have been like Ian. This is parental guidance. You shouldn't watch this yet. I, 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 I didn't, didn't even. <laughs> I didn't even read through the IMDb. <laughs> Parental rules. It does mention yes. that there is there is I a was so sad new buttocks in this movie. I I there was a great Terry Gilliam reference that whole scene. I like it when Terry Gilliam makes money uh, because I want him to have money so he can go go make his own movies. But why Terry? <laughs> but that scene is is does not fit in the rest of the movie. There's this whole bureaucracy scene, all, all these scenes, and they're fantastic and they're hilarious, but they don't fit the rest of the movie. And God, what what a movie if if all of it had fit with that. Yes. What it would have been amazing. It would See, have been like point, like if though, you made that, a Terry Gilliam yeah. movie, but you spent all the money in special effects instead well, of using Muppets and car and, and and carpet. Well by that time in the movie, 
I guess the best way I can describe it is by that time the movie, when that scene comes around, it feels more like Star Wars Episode One than like Brazil. Yes, because it it's does. just more like let's talk about paperwork and and getting and your, it's like and that's uh, in the middle of a lull. There's a lot uh, of time both before and after that where nobody's fighting in space. Nobody hardly fights at all. Period. In this movie, there's no. some like we get parts. A, we get a good solid. Sp- Flying chase scene through Chicago, this, which looks really cool. Well, and this movie feels like it has three. If this movie, you know, what this movie feels like it feels like a movie that should have been three movies put into one movie. It but feels at like at the same time it feels like the first of a of a of a series of three. It, it, that that, but uh, does it? Because it, to me, it feels like if you're gonna do this right, you, first of all, you you have bad guys, and you have this one over. Like here's here's how I'd write. You want to write? It was never Ian's, clear. Yeah. Ian's Jupiter ascending. All right. The whole first part of the movie is okay. But then when we get to the girl, she needs to be more evil and they should fight. <laughs> End of movie one. But uh, by the way, this whole time, we know that, that Eddie Redmayne is like the big bad guy. And we're going to get to him. Yeah, it was... I, movie two. We do the whole thing where she accepts her identity as queen and then she meets Mr. Fancy Pants, almost marries him, but then gets away. Yeah. And then well, what you're doing the last is 40 minutes the of, three the acts of the movie. I know, but it's not three acts of the movie. In between those three acts, there's yeah, three there, acts. There's a lot that happens. It's like there's a it's a nine act. It's like if, if if George Lucas took all of Star Wars and threw it into one ball, and like there's two Death Stars that we battle. There's also a part where Luke finds out Darth Vader is his father. Yoda's there's in also there. Yoda in there somewhere Whatever. in the middle of it. Like there's no time to care or Hoth. build about these characters yeah. at all. No, at all. None, none of the characters. All of the characters are ciphers. It actually the the characterization of this movie reminds me a whole lot of the Warriors. Okay. Yes. Because we, we got we got barely more than a name and what they're wearing. Everything is based on how they act and what their outfit looks like. But how long is the Warriors? Yeah, the Warriors less than ninety minutes. This long. movie is two hours. I know. And it feels like they're just like... It feels like three hours. I feel like they did the opposite of like... They said, George Lucas, you can make one Star Wars movie. You made Star Wars, and that's it. Yeah. So make one. And he's like, all right, but I retain the rights to the other two. Okay, it's fine. They feel like they're going, guys, you can make one movie here. And they're going to go. They go, no, we're just... Okay, we'll make one movie, but we're going to take all of our story and shove it into one movie. Yeah. That's what happened here. Because mm. I feel like if you give it more time... Like, if you would have broken these movies up in like three movies, and you give more time to develop the characters, like... Hunger yeah, Games and, style, even like yeah, I, yeah. I care more about Katniss Everdeen than I care about, and, well, and, and I'm not and, like a huge Hunger Games fan either. No, but uh, yeah, but I mean, you're right. It's it's the problem with this movie is that it spends there's too much has to happen. Yes, it it gets Avengered, and yes. there's not even other movies that it's trying to reference. Well, it not it doesn't it, even get a just, first event. It gets just, it gets Age of Ultron. Yeah, it gets yeah. Age of Ultron, but there's not even other movies. It's just we have so much plot heaped upon these characters that we don't have time for anything else because the plot it has to happen it's like uh, break it up like if i would have read this i would have been like too much is happening break it up in, in other yeah. movies but we but, don't know if it'll be a success if you spend the time to develop good characters well at least really you get to make on. one you know <laughs> yeah then that's not the that's not the scenario i got I that's feel not really like, the wachowski way i feel though, like after speed i yeah, know i feel like after speed racer they're like all right we're not gonna we're just gonna put everything we want to do in one movie yeah, I feel like because like Speed Race is gonna be a big hit, they're gonna make a couple of these. No, they no. Didn't. yeah. So <sighs> anyway, yeah. The, so the, he goes. So she almost gets married. <laughs> so she almost. Gets, I mean, <laughs> we're not going through the plot. Let's go through the action set pieces. Oh, God, this is a movie where a woman goes in a bath that makes her younger. 
Mm-hmm. Then she gets her identity. Then she gets goes to the space DMV. No, no, she, she meets doesn't ter- go in the bath. It's the it's. The, I know, but but she watches. She watches. She watches someone else be young. rejuvenated. Why for no reason? Uh, a, she she learns. She, she yeah. okay. I'm sorry. She goes to history it's plot plot she, reasons. She goes to history and plot class. Yeah. She gets her license at the DMV. Then she her, her queen license. Then she almost gets married on accident. Oops. Then she has to fight this guy who was her son who killed a version of her that looked like her but isn't really her. Yeah. And then the movie ends, and then she well, falls in love with, but, and but all as, along falling right in love before, with Dog Man. Right before he dies, she says, "I'm not your mom." Oh my oh, that god! Was fun. Eight thousand times they say that. Yeah, it's true. I'm not to be mom, fair, but I'm not her. I'm not her. I'm not her. We know. Yeah. You've made it clear. But the the characters don't know, and and that's. <sighs> A problem with the writing. I wish they would have acknowledged that. I know you're not my mom. I wish they would have made it anyway. a lot clearer. Like maybe they're like, "Oh man, if this girl like takes us all out, she's gonna get all this stuff." I think that, like they, didn't, I feel like they're I all understand, like, Let's, I understand that that people who are writing movies are like, you know, people are smart. They understand, you know, economics and and stuff like that, and and that's what's modern. That's what's but no one happening wants in the world. to see a movie about but, that. But anytime you bring in like, oh, you know, trade disputes. And economics of who owns this and stuff like that. Nobody cares anymore. They're just literally like, like mm. I get it. I get that that's what is you know motivating, moving, and destroying our society. But but, but I don't want that in a, it, in a space movie. I don't care about. It, but but it didn't seem like it didn't seem like like everyone on Earth matters. I never got that vibe. It was like, no, oh yeah, totally I'm gonna take didn't. your blue sphere from you, and I'm gonna make it into blue goo that well, makes me live longer. Well, and the problem because you that, don't matter. And the problem was the Jupiter Jupiter Jones also like didn't have any friends on Earth. She cared about like I. Personally, I thought what was going to happen. Her family is were that, kind of a bunch of jerks. Yeah, that she was going to like save her mom and maybe her auntie and just be like, peace out, Earth. We're living in space. <laughs> we're going to go on space adventures. Yeah, we're going to go live in space. That would have been a better movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. And like, uh, uh, oh God. We could go Jupiter looked cool. The, 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 yes. Planet, no, no. Uh, that's that the thing. The cool. production design on this movie was not bad at all. No, it, it, everything it was looked awesome. cool. I really like the like shape shifting, flying. Space jet things. Yes, those, I just, were, no, see, those were cool. There was some cool I, production. It bums in this me movie. out because I want toys of the things in this movie. They would be the really expensive, like don't let your kids play with these. These are for display only toys. Yeah, but it would be cool to have them. But I'm not willing to spend like fifty bucks on I just one either. Don't understand why this movie starts <coughs> off with like the equivalent of like a space gentleman's club. They're like, let's have an agreement that I'm going to get the Earth. And who cares who cares about any of these people that said there's and, some there's a lot of fun bits and, and i feel like yes i'm gonna but I, but I can't it looks cool i feel like also eddie redmayne was trying to be like space voldemort meets gary oldman's character from Fifth oh Element. absolutely look at that hair oh man come no on question actually there, I, so there's part where it a, falls down and i'm like all right you guys can't hide this anymore <laughs> i was reading uh i was reading the the meta filter thread on this movie which is a uh internet website that i frequent um, let me let me find the exact uh, somebody made a comment and it was basically perfect. So let me let me see if I can find it here. Give me just a moment. Okay. Should have done this before. Dun- okay. So let me do this. Since I've been bad mouth movie, let's talk about some things I liked. I thought that the action sequences, like any Wachowski movie, even the bad Matrixes, were well choreographed. Uh, I thought that the way they use the little hover boots they have where you can like kind of run almost like run on walls almost like and that's I'm like Ryan will enjoy this part about it because it reminded me very much of like Jack Ryan Radio like where yep. which mm-hmm. is a video it, game that Ryan enjoyed did. where it's like yeah, people yeah. running on walls and and they leave in these, these light trails and well in that game they're, they're, they're spray painting but it's very stylized but yeah. this has like a light a trail of light that leaves behind it's kind of neat 
Like that's where stuff's cooler when they're like flying through that giant blockade full of like metal to try to stop that wedding. That was kind of neat because there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff going on and exploding. But like even the last action sequence, like it just felt like two people hitting in each other with a pole. Like it didn't really feel like there's this <laughs> huge epic <laughs> battle. It's like, oh, I'm just gonna beat you a couple times with this pole, and then you're gonna fall down, and then that's gonna happen. I don't. I like the action. Like for me, the action set pieces were cool. And there's a lot of neat colors and explosions, and the cut, the look of the movie. God, man, they really like that like blue and orange look. And I, t- I tell you what. Oh man, this movie was so heavily oh, color graded blue and orange. It was oh nuts. boy, it was. It was just crazy time. But like by the end of the movie, I'm just like, I don't care. I don't care that she got the telescope and they all pitched together, and that's what she. And got. that was so stupid. Yeah, it really bothered me. I get it. You guys are living in in basically poverty, uh, but but, but my all God. of a sudden you're gonna throw this angle of like her family was the most important of all. I'm like we never established but, that yeah, any other time in the movie. About her family and like they they even like the beginning. I'm like, all right, this they're showing his her dad dying for a reason. Like she's gonna figure out that the people who killed her dad are space related. That they can't just be showing us this for nothing. And guess what? Spoiler alert, guys. They show us it for nothing. Yeah. Other than to be like, he was a dreamer, but now he's dead and they stole his tell. Like, even if that was like, I've been hunting down like the people who killed dad and like they ended up selling his tell. And this is dad's telescope. Yeah. That would have been much like, more interesting. There's nothing that like, you don't provide any sort. And not like I, I've seen a lot of movies and I know that maybe I felt like to me, they're like, anytime someone can guess where the plot is going, let's t- turn a left turn. But it's like, oh, we're still going to leave it in, but it's not going to be important to, to, to anything or anyone in this movie. Oh my God. I, I I can't keep going on with this, Ryan. Ryan, what have you have you found it? Okay, yeah. So here's this comment from Metafilter from user Sindawanita. Um, they said, "So this movie, Corbin Dallas is played by Mila Kunis, mm-hmm. and Lilu is Channing Tatum, mm-hmm. but Lilu is also Mila Kunis, and Gary Oldman is played by Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne is also Ruby Rod." It's <laughs> also true. <laughs> yes. Oh man, this movie. This movie's not good, Ryan. But it's so cool. Is it? It's so cool. No, Ryan. If I saw this movie when I was like 12, I would have thought this movie was really cool. And I would have thought. And then you would have started a podcast years later with your friend who would have made you watch it again. You'd be like, this movie's not good. I would have been like, oh, but it looks cool. And I remember. I will not argue with you on that. It looks cool. Maybe the makeup effects could have been a little better, but it looks cool. And I feel like I'll show it it to my daughter in a couple of years. And she'll be like, oh, that movie's really cool. And she'll be really into it. And then she'll see it when she's older. And she's like, I didn't understand all that all that plot stuff. And now I do. And what the heck, Dad? That That's so <laughs> stupid. And I'll be like, yeah, I know. But, but it looks cool. See, a little part of me wants you to be like, to wait. A little part of me wants you to wait until she's old enough to also watch The Fifth Element. Yeah. And like watch them back to back. Like, and show her this, the Jupiter, Jupiter Ascending first. And then show her Fifth Element and be like, which movie was better? Do you think and see what she says yeah i'll be curious to see uh oh man this movie like there are so many neat concepts in this movie um the, <laughs> the idea of a space base inside of the great red see, spot okay when Jupiter. you said concepts i was like you're not talking about the concept of these like space no, no, no. billionaires who no, own no, no, planets no, no. that's lame and, but i really like the way that there's at one point and, fighting over mother's I, blue Fabergé life, life egg. I wish that they had spent more time on. And I, this is sound ridiculous, but but hear me out. Wish they'd spent more time on the exposition of this movie. Yes, and done it, done it like animatic flashback style. Because because sometimes when somebody's explaining some sort of crazy thing, for instance, one of the things they explain is that they found the Earth, and it was populated by these giant lizard creatures, and so we killed them all. And yeah. then put humans on the earth to populate it. And she's all, you killed the dinosaurs. 
Yeah, and they just and I was like, and I was like, what? I was like, are you kidding me right now? And I was like, why couldn't they have shown like, like just like a couple of little shots of that happening? Yeah, that would have been so much more interesting. And there's a couple other things like like those weird aliens that are like abducting her who can go invisible and stuff like that. Aliens, and I'm like, like traditional aliens in in this universe. That's where the legend of the Greys come from, right there. Like it, they just, they just. Well, and, that's and then, the, yeah, that's and especially the, yeah. like when they leave, there's the whole crop circles and stuff like that. Like all those little bits, like those are the things that were really cool in the movie. Is like, give me more of that, yeah, and less of space bureaucracy. Yeah, I don't care about that. It's like, and it's like you're you're explaining this whole how this genetic process works and how genes and how this and that. It, it, if they would have started the movie being like. Being like ten thousand, you know, hundreds of billions of years ago, the Earth was popular. But like, then it would have felt more like, you know, what it would have been more like, like Luke Skywalker. She yeah. would have been more like Luke Skywalker. She would have been like a person who's out of place. But she, but but like, they spent all this time like Jupiter is the most important. Well, I person. feel like, and then they never <laughs> prove it to you. They just have a bunch of people saying. Eventually, she's they're just like, oh, she's important because her genes are exactly but, identical but to not, our mom through a through a happenstance yeah, but thing, it's, and it's like. Well, why didn't you tell me that an hour ago? Well, it's not even that. Because it's then like, it would have. Then this would have been okay, made so, sense. So what does that do? So she looks. Uh, and uh, they're again, like I know, like looks are important. But essentially, what they tell this movie is if you look like someone who was important, you're, you're important. important. Yeah. Well, if you and, look like George Washington. If you look, you're tall and lanky and have a beard, and you look like Abraham Lincoln. You and, are the most and important. And you're genetically identical ever. to Abraham Lincoln. Well, and the, well but, 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 but but she's not genetically identical. No, no, that was the whole. <laughs> that was the plot point. But that's dumb because they just said how important <laughs> it is. I think. I think the they problem like with this a, movie they put, up, they built, put a world building element and then decide to tell you but that's not important it's like being like there's a secret world of wizardry but that's not important because Harry has to study for some tests and pass them those owls I, are super it's the, like this the movie problem, is Her, it's like this movie is Hermione the problem is <laughs> the problem with with that the with magic. the reveal of Ugh. of her is that they don't tell you for an hour and they keep dancing around it on purpose so that you're like what is it? What is it that's so special about her? And they're like, oh yeah, she's genetically identical to the queen. And you're just like, does it give her some sort of power? So like, when I saw her manipulating the bees, I'm like, okay, this is going to, so, can, so what's she going to, is she going to have bee powers? Not even bee powers. Like, can she manipulate nature? What can she yeah. do? What is her power? And it's like, there's nothing. She's, she has no power. She's, she just looks a lot like she's this in one the will. Lady. She looks a lot like this one lady. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think like, that who cares then part of it is like, oh, that's the Cinderella wish fulfillment. But it's like, but yeah, but you but know, no. this is a science fiction movie. Maybe give us a little bit more than but it's, that. But, but at least Cinderella, or at least like tell us that up front. But at least in Cinderella, even in Cinderella, at least there's like redeeming aspects to her personality. She's a person. You're like, you know, she's yeah. a really nice, good person. You know, I, I I'm curious to know, and I don't I don't have an answer. But I'm curious if the movie would have been different, if it would have seemed different, if we had known up front, like. This girl is space royalty, and she doesn't know it. And her life sucks because right there, you're just yeah, like a movie called The Princess Diaries, where they do that, and it's probably much better than yeah, this. Yeah, no, I've seen The Princess Diaries a it's lot of times. It's better than this movie, uh, and it's better than this movie because <laughs> at the beginning, you're like, "This sucks," but for her, she's like, "Oh, I hate my job." It's like, "Yeah, I hate my job too." Welcome to life. <laughs> and then later, an hour later, it's like, "Oh, it turns out you're space royalty." But it's if like, it was like, no, if it was it, like, it, "Hey, guess it, what? Hey, viewers, did you know?" She's space royalty, but, it's, but it's, she doesn't know. It's and then you see her clean toilets. You're like, oh, girl, you're you're a space queen. But see, I think I I I go back to what I said before. I think it's more based than that. It's like if I were to be like like Ryan, like yeah, I hate my life, but I'm like yeah, Ryan, life sucks sometimes. But what do you dream? And your response was, um, I wish I was space. Queen. I really want that telescope on eBay. It's like really like like that's your big dream. 
That's what you want? It's like, we can go to Walmart and get you a telescope. Like, I never get the idea. Like, it's she not going to be gold. I never get the idea that she wants to be something more. And I think it's because they're not sure if they want to, like, have her want to be something more or have it thrust upon her and see how she deals with but it. Then, but, and, but, and, they, but they never commit fully to either one of them. And I, I like the idea of it being thrust upon her. And she's like, you know what? I'm, I'm still a down-to-earth person that's and the, i care about that's people the bilbo baggins story and, and that's what's supposed to happen but then she and she's like well you know space queen is cool but i'm gonna go back to cleaning toilets and living in poverty it's like no like if you actually care about your family or and stuff like that then that's not what you would do or, or if she was like i'm gonna go back to doing that but i'm now earth's protector yeah i have to protect but you like, never even get that you never like, even get, you never even the, get like you know, the, i'm superman when the sun sets i put on my it's like when the sun sets i go Dance with my space dog boyfriend in the sky. It's like, great. That's that's who wonderful. cares. Yeah, thanks a lot. It's not like and then, but like if there's ever a threat to the earth, I'll be there to protect it because I'm its owner or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the one who is like, no. It's just like, hey, you She's got, like, I the got earth. a three D tattoo on my arm. Now. That's how neat is that? Let's go uh, space. Let's go sky dance. Let's go do some <sighs> sky dancing. Bad Ryan. This movie is bad. It's. It's is bad, bad for plot related reasons, but it's fun. I thought it was fun to watch. It was fun to look at, Ryan, but I was like, okay, we must be 40 minutes in. 20 minutes, Ryan. I know. Wild Wild West style. Ian, there was a point where I paused this movie and I said, oh, we're only 58 minutes into this movie. <laughs> what more can happen? Yeah, a lot more. And then she almost got two space tattoos, but she didn't think that second one through enough, which is, I guess, the lesson of this movie, guys, is if you're going to get a tattoo, don't just get married, get one. And then if you want another one, because I know it's addicting, think about it for a while. Yeah. Don't just decide to get a wedding ring tattooed on your finger. Um, all right, Ryan, final thoughts. <laughs> um, Why? I, I really wanted to see it. I was really curious. And? And the, the action sequences were pretty spectacular. Am I wrong? N- no. Okay. That was why I wanted to see this movie. I wanted to see it because of the action set pieces. Ryan, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> this it's is the fun. last episode of Super Action Bros. Oh, well. Episode 99, be, by the way. No, that's, that was the last episode. Oh, this, this is episode, episode 100? 100. Let's, let's go out. Let's go out of the bang. This Boom. is the worst. I didn't even mention that up front. This is episode 100 of our podcast, Ryan. Yeah, and I made you watch Jupiter Ascending. Oh, God. I mean, in true spirit of the show. It's perfect. You start. We, we <laughs> Yeah, it is. It, it has. But, Come on, the action sequences are pretty good in this movie. There are some, there are some decent, decent action sequences. I will give you that. There's, but there's solid space battles. There is. We've watched a hundred movies. It's. I mean, I've, I've watched more movies. No, that. I know, but I'm just saying, like, we've I've watched, watched Toy a, Story a hundred times. Yeah, but we've watched Ryan. We've watched a hundred yeah. movies. For this like we have a record now of at least we That's know true. in our lives. Even if we die, we know we've at least watched one hundred. It's true. And then we can do the other math of other movies we've seen and add those in there too. Um, I, uh, okay. I think that the action and the production quality on this movie is pretty good. Yeah. It's high. It's very, they've obviously put some money into it. That was what I was excited about. But the most important thing to any movie, much like I feel like with Transformers, is Mm -hmm. not how the robots destroy the buildings (laughs) or how Megan Fox looks all sticky. Mm -hmm. It's about the characters and about identifying with the characters and having a good story. doesn't matter. If it's a good story, it doesn't matter if it's told on $15 or $15 million or billion. Dollars. Oh, no, you're If right. it's a good story, it's a good story. And, you know, another movie that's really worth comparing to this movie, uh, not directly in how the plot works, but in, in sort of that part of it is Avatar. Yes. Not The Last yep. Airbender, the no. other one. And, and I remember before Avatar came out, I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, this movie looks like it's going to be crazy. It's either going to be great or awful. 
And what was your what's your assessment of Avatar, Ryan? My assessment after I saw it in the theater was this movie is great. My assessment now is it's not great. The the story's not great, but the visual effects it are looks impressive. fantastic. It looked fantastic, and, and but that's, the story was not. And great. I felt the I remember feeling the exact same way when I saw the Jupiter Ascending trailer. I was like, this movie looks like it's going to be crazy. It'll either be terrible or really good. And this one veered towards terrible. <laughs> Uh, hard but, took a hard turn but every terrible. time but I, there's not a lot of movies that i look at it and i'm like this this looks insane all right and it's that's gonna fair. be like i i want to see it regardless of how good it is because it's at least gonna look crazy okay all right but that being said ryan what's your review what's your rating on it well first of all did you watch this with your, with your I wife i did watch it with and my what wife did she my think? exceptionally pregnant wife yes uh ryan may have to leave a podcast yeah we, we babies. The, are the you podcast? naming your baby jupiter did you whisper no. at it did you no. call it jupiter no uh so <laughs> apologies if the podcast is delayed in the next couple of weeks just in case we'll figure it out we'll make it happen somehow uh, but she did watch it and she stayed awake the whole time we 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 had she had a lot of fun with it we may have which to is do. if you if you've known Women who are pregnant, especially in the last stages of pregnancy, staying up till one in the morning to watch a ridiculous science fiction movie is surprising. The first okay. time that she was pregnant, she could was not. Was she stay, the one who inferred? She a could lot not of stay up past ten p.m. Even if we had friends over at her house. Yeah. Uh, this one, she's doing better. Um, I I don't know. She enjoyed it. She said it was a lot of fun. Okay. Um. So, but uh, to be fair, it's an opinion. To be fair, she was also doing work on her computer while she was watching the movie. It's true. So, so some of the some of the sort of bureaucracy and, and boring bits, you know, you can they're easier. I tried ignore to ignore them, but I couldn't. When you're, when you're checking right Facebook, they're so obvious. Um, I'm gonna give it so ratings. Yes. Right, we're doing ratings. Yes. Um, well, it's my birthday month. You rate first. All right. All right. Well, don't doesn't the birthday boy want to open his presents first? You just want me to rate it first. I just want you to rate it first. Uh, I'm going to give this movie, oh boy, four. Wow. A really? Four. Really? Yeah, it's a four. I don't, right. I don't ever want to see it again. I don't ever want to see it again. For what? <laughs> um, for, <laughs> you know what? I know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to give it a four. All right. I'm going to give it a three. Okay. I'm going to give it three whiny space bureaucrats. <laughs> Who want this is this magical space Fabergé egg known as Earth? Who all hate their mom? That's what I'm and like to dip. And you have to write all this out. Who like to dip in the the blue human goo that makes them younger? Like to just be a man about space and mm-hmm. pretend to be Gary Oldman and Voldemort mixed together. And whisper and whisper a lot. <laughs> uh, actually, and plus one more for uh, underdeveloped uh, lead female character. So, so does that's that make four. it four? That so makes it four. four. All right. Because <laughs> I was thinking about I'm like okay. Give it one for the each act good action scene that I remember. There so you that's go. All right. That's all right. fair. All right. <laughs> um, I'm gonna disagree with you and give it a six. Yeah. Okay. But you're not disagreeing with me. It's not like you're I'm, like I'm giving it a nine. No, <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm giving it a six uh, for uh, six uh, crop circles when a invisible <laughs> space plane takes off from the cornfield. I like the idea that those are like that's Earth's aliens and they look exactly like what aliens we all think I do aliens too. Are. I, I thought that was that great, but especially yeah, but as the X Files. There should have been more of that. Also. X Files is back, and wow, the two episodes good? so far have been X Files episodes. Good. So, it wasn't so if like, you like X Files, you're like, oh, this is definitely. X-Files. I just watched like the the second, the third to last one that Matt was watching the other day, and I was like, oh yeah, those characters are gonna die, and they're like beloved fan favorite minor B characters. 
I haven't seen the third one yet. <laughs> no, 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 no. In the last season of the X, the last season of oh. the X, the third to last of the last season with Rot with uh, what's Robert Patrick. Oh yeah, Patrick. yeah, they do die. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. or do or do they? Well, they had their own spinoff series that they got did. canceled, and they then did. those characters died. Yes, but they um, also had comics where they might have come back to life. But the, anyway, I think those matter. were in different. Anyway, doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, point is, X Files. If you like X Files, go watch it. Um, yeah. but Ryan so, Blockbuster, so, Lackluster. I think it's a blockbuster. Mm. I really do. No. We've seen worse movies than this. What? I'd rather watch Daredevil than this. Torque? I'd rather watch Torque again than this. Really? Yeah, because Torque was over faster. Well, guess what movie we're watching next week? <laughs> no. Was there a Torque sequel? I didn't know no, that. No, we're just going to watch it again. Every time I see it, like it's on HBO Go or on like Showtime or something, every time I see it, I just go, <laughs> I just think about it. I like telling sad. people that they should watch it. Uh- <laughs> Why? Because. You know what? If it's between this and Torque, I'd be like, at least Torque, you save thirty minutes. Like, you, at least, at least you could think at the end of it, I really want some Mountain Dew. All right. All right. So, split decision then. Okay. Split decision. You think it's lackluster, and I think it's blockbuster. Yes. All right. That's fair. That's it. That's the first time. It's, I don't, it's the first time it's ever happened. Nah, I don't think it is. But I don't think it'll be the last. It's the first time. time we've ever discussed it. All right. All right. Anyway, uh, so Ryan, that was Jets Jupiter ascending. It is. Uh, so, what are we watching next time, Ryan? Oh boy. Before we let the the kids go off into the night and ah. look at Jupiter through a telescope, <laughs> is it worse? Um, it might be. No, why, Ryan? No, You're just because... making me want to be meaner in April when it's my turn. Uh... I'm gonna be so mean. I've already written down. I'm like, this will show him. <laughs> I already wrote one. I wrote one title today, and my thought was, this will show him. All right. And it's a movie we've never mentioned on this, but I just kind of want to watch it just to get you back for making me watch a bad sci-fi movie. I want to make you watch an even worse one. So, Ian, next month we're going to watch... Or next week? You mean next month? Next month. Oh, man, I get a whole, I get a whole three-week break <laughs> after no. this? So, so when I was a kid, there was one thing that I loved more than anything else, and that was robots Mm-mm. fighting other robots. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's not Transformers, right? No, it isn't. It's, I this is a movie that I've only movie. seen part of. Uh, when I was a kid, because we rented a cabin in New Braunfels, Texas, and <laughs> near and, Schlitterbahn, yes, and one and, of America's largest one, and parks. the cabin had HBO, and I turned on and watched a third of this movie before an adult came in and said, "Hey, this is inappropriate." And for what you. is the name of the movie, Ryan? The movie is called Robot Jocks, oh. and that's Jocks with an X, just so we're clear. Oh. Uh, it was until recently on Netflix, so we're gonna have some fun getting our hands on it's it. Not, it's not on iTunes either. No. Oh no, wait. Uh, but anyway, Robot Jocks. It's a movie about people in robot suits fighting. Okay, All giant right. building-sized robot suits where they punch each other. This sounds a lot like Transformers, Ryan. No, but Transformers are sentient beings. Uh, but these are people. These, so- are, these are human beings. Controlling can we, can robots. We watch Pacific Rim because that's a good movie, and we haven't talked about it. That's true. You could maybe watch it for your month. <laughs> you can maybe watch it another time, but this time we're watching, watching Robot, Robot Jocks. So thank you so much for joining us for Jupiter Ascending. I'm sorry if if we made you cry. If this is your favorite movie, thank you for listening. If you if you're one of the few people, mom and dad, who listen to all 100 episodes of this podcast, then thank you for listening. Uh, I love you. <laughs> only if you're mom and dad if you're other people then i'd like you okay uh so thanks for joining us this time uh come back next week for week two of ryan orama where we watch robot jocks and, and remember, remember whether it's blockbuster or lackluster we're the super action bros
This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com. <laughs>